Welcome back to the Photo CEO podcast, where photographers Megan Mondrell and Frederica Gullickson teach you how to build, grow, and scale your photo business. After nearly 20 combined years as photographers and over 2,000 plus clients, we have taught photographers in 36 different countries the mindset and business strategies that helped us go from one to two shoots per month to two to four shoots per week. Take action on what we teach and you too can have consistent 10K months without losing all of your free time. Welcome back to the Photo CEO podcast. My name is Megan Mondrell. I am the business strategy coach to our school, the Photo Business School. Um, and usually I'm here with my business partner, Frederica. And today I am coming at you alone. And I'm also kind of taking her thing and talking about mindset today. <laughs> Don't hate me, Ricky. But um, if you're catching this on video at all, you can see that I'm recording this late at night. These are like BFF vibes. This is, it's so funny because usually when I listen to podcasts and they're more like sleepover vibes, they're very like girls chatty. But if you ever have a sleepover with me and we're friends, then I'm going to be telling you stuff like this that is, you know, more to do with getting out of your own way and going and, you know, killing it at your dream and all that stuff. So totally sidetracked. But one of the things that I ask people when I don't know them super well, like when I used to work jobs and I would just be, I don't know, hanging out wherever with somebody, I would ask them like, what are your dreams? What are your goals? Which apparently is too intimate of a question to be asking people that you don't know. And I didn't know that most people answered it. Uh, but anyways, going back to sleepovers, um, Obviously, I will be, you know, telling boy stories at sleepovers um, and all that good stuff, but I'm also going to be whipping my friends into shape so that they can go and tackle their dreams. And so that's kind of going to be the chat, the tone of today. It's late at night. It's really dark. And we're just going to have a little girl chat. You don't have to be a girl. It can be a person chat <laughs> um, about getting out of your own way. And so this is going to start by me telling you a little bit more about my experience with getting COVID. Um, and I'm not going to tell you about my symptoms or any of that stuff, but I'm going to tell you a story. So I was sick, tested, tested negative. And the next day I was going to be flying to New York. Um, I have a friend that lives in New York. So I like to go there once a year. I say that I like to go there once a year. I went last year and I'm going again this year um, just to see her, but also kind of stretch myself and, and grow personally. New York is much larger than where I live. Most places in the States have more people than where I live. Um, not that I'm in a super small town, but Victoria, BC isn't super large. So I like to go there and um you know, experience more people. And this time I was really excited to work at some co-working spaces. I had a tattoo appointment booked. Um, I was super stoked to do a lot of different things and curate the experience a little bit more beyond just being a tourist there. So I was sick on the Tuesday, tested negative for COVID, leaving the next day on the Wednesday. And I was sleeping all day, trying to get better. I had so many sicknesses in the last two years. I wouldn't say that I'm somebody who has a great immune system. And because of that, I've been doing some really intentional immune system work in the last couple of months. 
um, with, you know, weddings and being around so many people all the time, I was pretty happy that I hadn't gotten sick. Um, but I did. I ended up getting sick. It wasn't as bad as some of the other things that I had had. So I was like, well, this isn't COVID. I'm just going to sleep it off, uh, do everything that I can to get better. But being the good citizen that I am, I still wanted to test the morning before my plane. I had already checked in though, um, because I had tested negative and all that good stuff. Um, the morning rolls around and I have this feeling in my stomach. I don't have a suitcase at my house. So I had packed everything in a Rubbermaid container. And when I got to my parents' house, um, because they, you know, I was going to leave my car there. They're going to drive me to the airport. I was going to transfer all of my stuff over to a suitcase. So I get there and I'm masked up because my grandpa's in a home and I didn't want parents to get sick with whatever it was. Um, and I did another COVID test while I was there in the morning. Um, and my plane wasn't going to leave for quite a few hours at this point, but my dad was like, well, why don't you get your stuff packed up into your suitcase? And I was, I just had this feeling. I was like, "Mm, let me just wait for these test results. I don't want to pack everything and then have to unpack everything. It's just going to add insult to injury. Um, and so we were chatting and I was like, oh, should I still go to my tattoo appointment? He's like, if my dad's like, well, you know, if it's not COVID, it's New York. There's probably plenty of people walking around with some sort of whatever. Um, so as long as it's not COVID, then, and you're feeling okay, go for it. And so then I went and looked at it and I was like, well, we have a problem. That is a positive COVID test. So the first thing that I wanted to know here that has to actually do with anything, (laughs) the first thing that I want to note here that has to do with anything remotely useful to you guys, other than just entertainment is that in this moment, it's super easy to be like, holy fucking shit, I'm going to lose all of my money that I paid because I have stupid COVID. I shouldn't have you know, done this, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have gone, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, so in this moment, I just turned to my parents and said, what do I do? One of the things that I think is super important in business is you know, having the ability to parent yourself. Having emotional intelligence, you know, having a little bit of influence over your emotions and how you react to things. So this was a great moment for me to practice that. Sometimes I'm not perfect in this, especially when it comes to um, involving other people. I'm much better at having some sort of influence over my emotions um, when it's just myself. Much easier for me to take complete personal responsibility there. So this was something that was very disappointing. You know, I'm all set and ready, aside from set, actually packing things into a suitcase, um, but all set and ready to go to New York in less than 12 hours. And now I have to cancel it all. So I'm thinking, you know, okay, maybe I can get my money back. Maybe I can just reschedule, get a voucher. Um, and my mom does a little bit of research. And so we plan to call. And during this call, I remember that I did not get travel insurance. I got medical insurance, but I didn't get travel insurance because I was like, come hell or high water, I am going. I'm not going to reschedule this. And, you know, it kind of didn't occur to me that COVID wasn't, you know, something that they would give you a voucher for. So they're like, oh, that's a, a voluntary change. And I'm like, really? Because I legally am not allowed to travel. If it was just a sickness that wasn't COVID related, I would still be going and obviously being respectful and masking up and all that good stuff. But 
you know, you aren't going to catch me on a plane not wearing a mask at this point. I was always grossed out by the germs on planes. Um, but I couldn't go. I was not allowed to go and not allowed to get any money back, not allowed to get a trip voucher. It was very frustrating. Called my um, medical insurance company. And because my trip hadn't started yet, I couldn't. But if I had gotten sick on the trip, it would have been a completely different story. I had to reschedule or whatever the second flights back. It would be completely different. But because it was before I left, didn't get any money back. And so at this point, it's a little bit frustrating. Maybe I could have called more people or been transferred higher up or blown more of a stink or something like that. But you have to kind of think, at what point is this more worth more than just the money? You know, my time is worth stuff and I don't want to keep on sinking it into more and more stuff, more and more, you know, anger and all that good stuff. So I decided to shift my perspective, even though I wasn't in a super negative space, it was just disappointing. I decided to shift that perspective from a place of like, this sucks. I lost, you know, $800. I can't go on this trip. I'm going to have to reschedule it. I, you know, kind of let my friend down. I can't go now. Um, And I decided to shift and reframe to a position of, okay, at least I'm self-employed. I didn't save up a bunch of vacation days to go. It's not like I have to wait another year to, you know, save those couple days a month or save up a couple hundred dollars here and there to be able to go again. I have control to book this at any time when I don't have any other bookings, which, you know, it's off season. There's quite a bit of flexibility there. And I have the ability to decide to do what I can to make that money back in the next week. And my thought process was kind of like, well, if I'm going to be in New York, I'm probably not going to be doing much business stuff. Yes, I wanted to go to a co-working space and see if I could network and maybe do a little bit of editing on the plane and during that day. But other than that, I'm not going to be doing much, especially outreach, to be making new revenue. So I decided to view the next week as an opportunity to make more money. And I made a challenge with myself to make that $800 back within the span of that week. So, you know, the first day, the sting of that, losing that money was there. um, And I was thinking up ideas that I could do to make more money. One of those would be an ad so that I can book more um, wedding clients. But there was just a little bit too much work associated with that that I'm having um, one of my team members do right now, which is, you know, gathering up the photos that I would want to use for posting and that good stuff. So that was kind of an idea, but I didn't utilize it. Another one is a mini session day. Mini session days are, I have a group of clients at this point who anytime I do a mini session day, they want to be a part of it, Um, but they likely don't book full price sessions, which is okay because I know that I can always message them um, and, you know, to a degree rely on them to book up a mini session day. So that was one thing that I wanted to do along with just getting other stuff done so that I then did have more time and could enjoy my other vacations. Um, So unfortunately, while I want to sit here and be like, "Mm, I was so motivated and I did so many different things and I am just the picture of 
business determination. That's not what it looked like. I was still sick um, and definitely had lack of focus, lack of motivation, especially if you heard that other episode that I did um, talking about motivation. Um, what's the word? Huh. Oh my gosh. I forget what the word was, but <sighs> talking about getting your motivation back. And so I I didn't really do as much as I wanted to. I had set out to, you know, write up a bunch of blog posts and post to Instagram on my feed and, um, you know, make a whole bunch of money. Uh, and I didn't. And I think that sometimes that just goes to show you that like, it's okay to make goals that maybe feel a bit lofty because of that whole saying, you know, shoot for the stars and you land on the moon. You know, when you set yourself in a certain direction, you're going to walk that direction and likely be farther than if you'd had set no goal at all. So while I had all of these intentions for the week and I didn't really follow through on them, I'm giving myself a little bit of grace there. But um, I did follow through eventually, not as soon as I probably, you know, would have had I not been sick. Um, but I did follow through on the mini session idea. I posted to my story asking which day would work better for people. Um, and I ended up just doing both of the days because I will be available for both of the days and why not? Um, but I looked at the number of people that were interested based on responding to the poll and I just divided $800 by that number. And so it means that my mini session days are a little bit on the cheaper side, but I knew it was going to be an easier sell and still get me to my goal number. So that's what I did in regards to making some money as well as, you know, messaging the people who are interested, posting to my close friend story, posting to my regular stories, being like, who wants in on my close friend story? Um, and I will continue to try to sell out more spots to that over the next little bit here. Um, but my big push to make $800 is finished. So that was one area there. I also was able to book three sales calls um, with um, different couples for their weddings in 2023 and 2024. Um, I haven't completed those sales calls yet because they're later this week, but I'm hoping that some revenue will come out of that. Um, I was also able to book a uh, proposal session while that was unrelated. <laughs> that wasn't related necessarily to any COVID push or anything like that. So right now I am seven days from when I was supposed to land in New York. Um, I would have returned last night. So I guess technically speaking, maybe, you know, if my goal was to make $800 while I was supposed to be away in New York, we're one day off. But at this point, I have secured um, and will have made all of the money by the uh, by the time I go to my New York trip, which is now October 22nd. Um, but I've made $1,300. Um, and so... I might have been able to make some of that while I was away, but having the intention behind wanting to actually, you know, make that money back and viewing it as like a not a the world sucks, life sucks, I lost this money and now I'm out this money, but instead turning it into an opportunity of I'm out this money, but now I have, you know, a pain point to work off of um, has allowed me to make $1,300 in the last week. Um, 
now, of course, I still have to fulfill on those jobs, but that is like my booking value of the week, um, which is not too shabby. So what I want to challenge you to do is, you know, next time that something arises where you are out of money because of some emergency or bad luck, um, try to view it as an opportunity to place that pain in a productive spot. Now, of course, I'm not saying that everything has to be productive. You can have moments where you're like, this just sucks. And you can sit in that for 24 hours. But afterwards, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to just sit in the suck for days and days and days? Or are you going to choose to create an opportunity for yourself? Because that's the beauty of running your own business is that you have the ability to create any opportunity that you would like for yourself. Now, sometimes the universe has other plans for you or, you know, things don't sell as well as you had hoped, but creating that opportunity will allow you to learn and grow. And so it's never going to be empty handed. Another example of this is I was getting a plate out of my head of my cupboard, literally 45 minutes ago. And I dropped this plate on my phone and absolutely crunched it, absolutely crunched the screen, which is very frustrating to me because I was the kid that always dropped their phone and was always breaking it. And it was this big thing. I would get lectures upon lectures about take care of your phone. Um, and so I, I mean, in the last couple of years, I have taken pretty good care of my phone and I drop it, but I invest in a good case so that things don't happen. And just the angle that this plate fell on my phone, absolutely crunched it. So, you know, this, this podcast episode probably won't come out for a little while, but if you see on my photography stories or on photo business design stories that my front facing camera looks a little bit effed, um, that would be why. So again, it was another opportunity where I'm like, great, now I have to replace my screen um, because with the phone contract I'm on, I'm locked into returning it in good condition kind of a thing at the end so they can resell it, which means that I have to re- like replace the screen regardless. It's not even like, oh, I'll just live with a cracked screen because you know my cheap ass would be doing that. But no, I have to get it replaced, which is going to cost, you know, a hundred plus dollars. Um, so again, it's another opportunity where I could say, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Why did I drop a plate on my phone? Why didn't the plate break instead of the phone? I should have flipped it over. I shouldn't have put it on the counter right where I was trying to get a plate up from over, but shoulda, coulda, woulda doesn't, doesn't really help you. It's happened. It's done. Um, there's no sense really investing too much emotion into it because that's just going to drain your energy. Um, instead, Let's think about how I'm going to make $100 so I can fix my phone. So, yeah, that's my girl talk for the day. Um, coming from a girl, going to whatever kind of gender you identify as, but um, create opportunities for yourself. Don't create sad pity parties for yourself all the time. Um, once you're done your little pity party and you are being aware of how much energy you are spending on that pity party, Move on to creating an opportunity for yourself because you're a business owner and you can do anything. The sky is the limit. You make all of your decisions, make them good decisions or beneficial decisions. There's not really a good or a bad decision, just ones that serve you and ones that don't. So make a decision today that serves you. That's it for my little sleepover chat. I will chat with you again soon, maybe with Ricky next time. Um, But until then, have a great week.
Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Photo CEO Podcast with your hosts, Frederica and Megan. We hope you enjoyed your deep dive into these tips and tricks on how to transform from photographer to photo CEO. If you liked this episode, we do have a personal request. We want to continue helping more photographers like you, so we'd love if you could leave us a five-star review. This helps us reach more people, which means we can continue bringing you helpful content every week that helps you in your photo business. If you have any questions or would like to suggest a topic for the podcast, reach out to us by direct messaging us on Instagram at photobusinessdesign or by sending us an email to hello at photobusinessdesign.com. Thanks for listening and we hope that you have another great week in your photo business.